Hey guys, um, unfortunate um, disclaimer here. Uh, this podcast was recorded a few moments before the news broke on Twitter of Bray Wyatt's passing. Um, terrible, terrible news. Uh, truly one of the most creative minds to ever exist. Um, our thoughts go out to Bray's family. And um, we're at a loss for words. Let me, let me buy tea. Let me, let me buy tea. Let me, let me buy tea. Let me, let me. So I have bad news. Okay. And this is strictly down to just poor planning on my part. Oh, no. There's no beer in my house. <laughs> oh, bro. What are you going to do, bro? There's no beer? Not going to do anything. I don't have anything to crack. All right. Here's, let me get a nice coffee sip in there. How about that? <laughs> I, can, I can double you on that one. Delicious. <sighs> Straight from uh, my, um, it's not a Keurig. It's like a step above. What is this thing called? Nespresso. Yes. Delicious. I actually just got a Keurig earlier this year. I got the one that has the little uh, milk frother foamer. John I got one of those. Hell yeah. Ooh, it's great. That, Game that changer. Good. But when we were dog sitting, the people we were dog sitting for had the Stoke uh, iced cold brew in their fridge. Mm-hmm. I drank that entire fucking thing. <laughs> so I bought them a replacement and then I got one for myself and then it was two for 10 at Giant. So I got the espresso roast one for the second one. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. Even so better. I'm going through like two of those a week. So my coffee budget has increased exponentially, unfortunately. Sounds like it. It's really good, though. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Let Me Pod to You. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter. We hate Jacob. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. Dimitri, how you feeling about the wrestling this week? Uh, I'm excited for things coming in the future, um, but right now, in the moment, I'm pretty meh about it. How about yourself? Uh, WWE, I'm extremely meh on. Um, yes. Ooh, that's funny. You mentioned WWE. I was thinking about, uh, you know what? I've, I've really been intrigued by AEW lately. I don't know what you're going to say because I'm not a regular watcher, but I love seeing the stuff about Christian on the internet. It's hilarious to me. Uh, Chris, Christian Cage is, I've never been that over on him and his run with AEW. I love him until now. <laughs> Christian and his war against anybody in that company that has a dead dad. <laughs> oh, we'll get, I have actually, I, I want to talk about it later. Perfect. So we'll it. talk about Christian and dead dads <laughs> later, but uh, yeah, AEW has been like ticking back up because we're in the go home period for all in and all out. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, all right, all right. But WWE, I didn't get through raw. So if there's anything past the first hour of raw, I was literally falling asleep watching it and I never <laughs> went back to it. So you'll have to clue me in on if there's anything good in the last two hours of raw. Yeah, it was relatively slow for the most part. So you didn't miss much. Great. Um, <laughs> our format here is top of the mid headlines, stock rising, stock falling. These can be specific wrestlers, storylines, whatever to kick off a conversation. Dimitri, who's a top of the mid this week? I got co-winners this week. I'm just loving this little program we got going on between uh, Miz and LA Knight. So I just want to give it to both of them because like they're not quite top of the card yet, but right now like their little feud that's going on has been entirely interesting. It's barely been a thing. It's been here for what like two weeks now, mm-hmm. um, and like I'm already invested. They're both so like great talkers and are great at selling everything they do and making it believable and being pretty over the top in different ways. So it's been really interesting for me. I really love it. I loved the whole um, Miz coming out and talking up Takazawa before he came out. And Takazawa whooped his ass and got the, uh, got the win with the undefeated move, the surprise roll-up. That was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the surprise roll-up and I'm like, yes, it strikes again. So 
Yeah, it's been good, man. I like their little feud. Great mid-card stuff. You know what I didn't like about their feud? What's that? That Miz cost LA Knight a title shot. Ah, yep. Mm-hmm. It's rough country. But Austin Theory's not going to be Rey Mysterio to get that title back, so it's fine. I hope not. <laughs> if he does, bro. Yeah, damn. Yeah, damn. Uh, uh, what's, what's your headline? So... I got uh, two little things I wanted to mention here. So one, we've all seen uh, on the internet this Edge stuff that keeps popping up with, you know, his contract ending and uh, at the beginning of today, which would be the 24th, at the beginning of today, it was really sounding like people this were saying- This podcast was recorded on August 24th <laughs> at 5.17 p.m. Things may that. have changed since you recorded this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so as as of like early this morning, the thought was the contract Edge like apparently submitted a contract and WWE rejected it. That was the rumor. Then we move on, we move on a little bit, and then the things change because Edge comes out with a video uh, talking about it, addressing it, and he's essentially like, "Hey, that's not true. Um, I didn't come up with a crazy request. What's up? He's on his rocking chair in the yep. in his cabin in North Carolina." I, I, don't, I woke up to all these voicemails. There you go. Give him the visual. Uh, I got all these voicemails <laughs> saying that uh, I declined. I asked for too much. I got a contract in my inbox. I just mm-hmm. don't know what to do yet. Which I think is, I think that's probably true. Uh, I think he probably just, he has the contract in his inbox. He doesn't know what to do. And I guarantee you, uh, he's got a lot of options, man. He can get an acting. He can continue wrestling for two different companies. I'm sure it's somewhat alluring to go and, and wrestle with Christian in AEW and just have like one other run. That'd be pretty cool. And I think, I know he says that that was the perfect night for him to retire against Sheamus and everything went perfect. But like for me as a fan, you got to wonder, was it really perfect? Because I feel like the perfect retire match, retirement match is either tagging with Christian or in a one-on-one match against Christian. That's the way I see it. But or tagging with Christian and turning on Christian. No, that where Christian turns on him. <laughs> yes, like that'd be great. That would be some, as Vince McMahon would say, good shit. I would watch that. <laughs> Look, m- my headline is All In is going to set a new most people in a wrestling stadium record with eighty-two something thousand into Wembley this Sunday what? afternoon. What? 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 <laughs> I mean, that's what the people in the upper decks are going to be saying. Uh, look, do you, it'd be like one of those, uh, I was there kind of deals, but boy, if I was up in that upper, 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 upper fucking deck where you can barely see like a soccer match. No, thanks. <sighs> no, thanks for Wembley, me. Bob. Wembley has shit screens too. So mm. you're, you're not seeing nothing. Good luck, there. pal. Have fun watching it on Twitter while you're there. But Hey. <laughs> You know, if I was if I lived in in London, and the tickets were like fifteen bucks, I'd probably be like, eh, absolutely, day out. let's I'd let's go. go, yeah. So, hey, whatever. But it has to be somewhat alluring to Edge if Tony Khan slapped his dick on the table and said, uh, "82 thousand people, you think you know me." Can WWE give you that moment? Can WWE give you that pop in front of that crowd? That'd be some good shit, bro. I'm telling you. Like bring that, a, that that'd bring a lot bananas. of viewers over. I would watch for that. And, and like Christian's on like a pretty good run right now. Like Absolutely. His, his run has been very good. He's all over the internet. I keep watching all these clips, bro, and I'm just like, damn, I gotta watch AEW for Christian. He and don't he, got much time left. So So like last night on Dynamite. Uh, I didn't watch it live. I watched it this morning. Um, and <laughs> Christian Cage comes out to set up his match for All In with Swerve Strickland. It's a coffin match. Swerve and Christian against Sting and Darby Allen. Sting is not lost at uh, a pay-per-view yet for AEW. He is, Sting has no L's. Clean record. So this this makes this one much more interesting. Darby's uh, little protege, Nick Wayne, right now, has a dead dad. So Christian comes out, and he's on the mic, and he's starting to talk some shit. He goes, and Nick, 
it's come to my attention that your dad's dead. (laughs) And he's saying it in a way that's like, look, anyone with a dead dad needs some discipline and the tutelage of Christian Cage. You should join me and I will take the place of your dead dad and he continues to like put the emphasis on dead too the whole time absolutely insane behavior but i love it this is like the fourth person that christian has done this to that's so crazy it's hilarious (laughs) gotta love dark humor that's some good shit so i don't know if edge's dad is dead or not but like (laughs) if we get a you think you know me and adam copeland rocks up and uh uh at AEW and Christian Cage can go Adam I hear your dad's dead <laughs> <laughs> that would be it, crazy it would be it would be so fun um i think this match will be pretty good though the coffin match um they just Christian Cage was just in one with Jungle Boy like a pay-per-view or two pay-per-views ago so it's kind of interesting that he's doing another coffin match mm-hmm. um the last one he was in he lost and like when Jungle Boy hit the coffin closed, it like into the floor, which was a pretty cool effect. Um, I've, I also, have you seen Christian's gear lately too? Yes. His fucking turtleneck. No, I haven't seen his turtleneck. <laughs> You're gonna have to show so me the turtleneck for his backstage segments. He has been wearing um like a leather jacket and a turtleneck, just looking like a full villain. I and there it. were jokes online that's like. It would be hilarious if Christian wrestled in the in the turtleneck. Please. And he has been. So no every time way. he's been wrestling, it's literally a turtleneck with the sleeves just cut off. That is actually hilarious. This guy has got his ear to the streets. I love that. <laughs> uh, That's will, hilarious. I'm going to find it real quick and send it to you. Yes, yeah. please do. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, while you're looking for that... Uh, my other headline. Um, have did you see anything about this new uh, Kurt Angle documentary that's coming out? Um, I haven't seen the trailer for it, but I did see that there is a Kurt Angle. Um, then that's something you missed in the last two hours of <laughs> just that, just the trailer, oh, okay. not that big. But um, yeah, they they put up a little trailer for it, uh, hyped it up quite a bit, and you know me, I'm a Kurt Angle guy. When I was little, Kurt Angle was one of my favorite wrestlers, so. I'm very excited to watch that. Seems like it'll go into somewhat detail of uh, Kurt Angle happenings. And I find it interesting. It's perfect timing. They just started bringing this up. It's the perfect timing. We got a pay-per-view or sorry, premium live event coming up very soon in Pittsburgh. Does that mean Kurt Angle makes an appearance? I think highly likely. Yeah, I I am much more personally familiar with um, the uh, perk angle work. Yes, because um, you're I, a TNA guy. Did, unfortunately, uh, I was a <laughs> TNA guy. Uh, but but yeah, uh, I th- these Peacock documentaries they've been doing have been like wild lately. I still need to watch the Cody Rhodes one. Have Me you, too. Have you dipped into that? No, I haven't no. watched it yet, but I, I still got to watch it. it. It's on my list. I've been uh, I've been rewatching uh, what we do in the shadows right now. So like that's taken up most of my time of when I watch things on my own. You want to with all the fucking wrestling we have to watch. Yeah, it's a lot of wrestling. Do you um do you think Kurt Angle will make an appearance at Payback? Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. I was going to I was going to bet against you, but I can't bet against you if you agree with me. No, I think Kurt Angle is going to rock up at Payback because I think they're going to run back the uh Gunther Chad Gable um Intercontinental. Yep. N- um no, they're going to I think they're going to make it a uh what is it? No champions advantage match for payback mm. because that's the first L that Gunther has on his record since he came up. I forgot to mention about that. I guess we don't really have it in here. So we do not. Oh, there's a couple of like, things I actually got to mention. All right. There's, there's, there's this and one other thing I want to talk about. Let me, well, let me, let me put this one second. Here. There's okay, no bloodline ahead. cinematic universe. As far as I can tell this week. Uh, yeah, the only thing was Paul Heyman popping up, talking to uh, what's-her-face in the... Kayla the Braxton. Put some respect on her name. <laughs> talking to Kayla. Damn! And then saying, like, you don't want me talking about your family. That was, that was it. 
Yeah, he looked distraught. He, he looked disheveled. He hadn't had a shave. Uh, the big news is that Jimmy will be back on SmackDown this week, and like that's it. So, mm-hmm. all right. So that's perfect. Uh, that, so we that have, covers we have that. So section. we got some extra space. Let, let's talk Alpha Academy. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank that's you. what I should do at the end of the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> that's be, that'd be beautiful. All right, we gotta gotta switch gears. Yep. <laughs> So right, anyway, uh, I just wanted to mention you brought that up and I had for some reason and completely escaped my mind that that happened. Um, yeah, I was uh, this this is my scene when I was watching that. OK, so Janie and I, you know, we, we were working on the backyard for a while. We got all those rocks out there. We got some uh, we got some new furniture out there. It's really comfy. And we decided that we're going to spend like the first night, like hanging out out there using some of our new stuff. And your so, outdoor TV. Yeah, that's where that's where the outdoor mm-hmm. TV comes in. So we got the we dragged Rich the outdoor <laughs> we dragged the uh, <laughs> outdoor TV outside, pop it down, extension cord, all that. You know how we get down. Um, got the got the TV out there, and then we got a nice little fire out there going. Lit that John up. It was real comfy. But anyways, that's the scene. I'm sitting here watching some wrestling, and we're watching this uh, Gunther Chad Gable match, and. First of all, banger. A lot of spots in that match that were crazy. Banger alert. Specifically, the one that I'm sure everybody saw where uh, Gable, like, chucked uh, Gunther, like, over the barricade. Yeah, he Germaned him uh, over the barricade. That That was insane. I watched that and I was like, holy shit. So, (laughs) that was crazy. And the whole match in general was just, like, fire. Whole way through. Mm -hmm. Anyways, end happens. Chad runs in the ring, count out, and I shit you not, my expression, I, I couldn't even say words. I was just like, mouth open, just like jaw drop. Because during the match, I'm, I'm talking to Janie about it, and I'm like, I love Chad, but he ain't going to win this match. He's not going to win this match. And at the end, that happened, and she's like, did he just win? Did he win? Did he win? And I'm just sitting there like. <laughs> so I, I was similar. Like I was like. He won. How did he win? <laughs> Wait, they're saying and the winner, but they're not saying and new. They're not it's, saying and new. I knew and like it, my brain was like slowly processing like <laughs> he doesn't get the belt. Right. It took me a second to get there, too, because she was saying that. And I was just like, just this is how big of a deal Gunther is, because I had us how does literally shook. I was sitting there shook, like does not compute. Like, how does this how did this happen? And then I'm like, oh shit! Oh, he's not going to win the championship. He's not that. That's not going to give him the championship. And then they they finally said that on air, and I was like, damn! But dude, what a finish! And that was uh, one of the few times a countout uh, victory like felt like 100 percent the right call. Like that yeah. was well done. It protects both people. That was that very sense. well done too. Like, yeah. oh my god, what a finish! Yeah, I, I think they're going to run that back at Payback. No champions advantage. Um, or they'll do it as like a no count out, no DQ match for the mm-hmm. title. And because Gunta has two lackeys, uh, Chad has Otis, but he needs another body. Yeah. And I think we're going to get Kurt Angle coming out to support his fellow Shout Olympic gold guy. medal man. Yeah. And they're going to, he's going to help. He's going to help Chad, but Chad won't win. So. Mm. Yeah, I would love to see Kurt Angle. That's that's what I'm hoping we see. I love seeing him anytime he's there. He's got great comedic timing. Bro is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Big, um, big pop will happen if he rocks up. Big old pop. Oh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention that wasn't actually in anywhere uh, in here that I thought of. I was like, damn, why didn't I mention that? Uh, hold on. Wait, let me make sure you didn't mention it. Did you mention Shinsuke? No, I'm really not feeling this story at all. Oh, what? Did you see the Shinsuke promo? No. All right, that'll that might change your mind because I wasn't into it, but Shinsuke delivered this crazy promo where like literally the best Shinsuke's looked in years just from this promo, like really convincing. I'm not bullshitting you. Really convincing promo where he's like almost like evil. Like this motherfucker was very serious. He's speaking in Japanese the whole promo, so you're reading subtitles, which is a really cool thing. I'm good with that, I fuck with that. So his delivery was like way better than it is normal because he's got fucking charisma, but he just like, you know, he's way better at speaking Japanese than he is English. Yeah. Naturally. 
Um, so yeah, he's delivering this promo. You're reading the subtitles. You're like, oh shit. And then he's like, everybody wants to know what I said to Seth Rollins. And he's like, you don't want to know what I said. He's saying it's all in Japanese until this point. And then he switches to English right here. And he's like, I know about your back. And then like pause. And then you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> and then he goes on the talk. He's like, I know your back's been broken all these years. And apparently, apparently Seth revealed later in the show that his back, he has had a break in, in his back all these years. And, and Shinsuke is just sitting there like talking about, he's like, you've been exposed. Like I, I've done the research. I know your back's broken every day. You live in pain and suffering you hold your kid and you can't you can't like you you feel pain every day of your life and i'm like holy shit jesus christ dude it was intense and then at the end of it literally immediately at the end of it i'm like god damn that was a crazy promo so that promo alone got me invested in this and just made shinsuke seem like such a badass like oh that was that shit was cool you gotta watch that i i would be very into the like any wrestler that's primary language that is not english delivering promos in their native tongue it was because dumb. it will land so much better yeah like, um the, like earlier this year when we had the uh oscar and eo sky back and forth in Japanese, oh anytime they do that it's great it's and i saw it on twitter later like someone put like the translation underneath it, and i was like yeah that fucking bangs like yeah i would Give much more. rather like i I've watched Train to Busan. I can read subtitles and enjoy it. Like, I would much rather have the subtitled version of that if it's going to give me a better promo. Because there's just sometimes with, like, Shinsuke where, like, and this is not a knock on him or a fault of his at all. He's a grown-ass man from Japan. Like, he, I'm not expecting him to be fluent in English to deliver a promo the way right. that, you know, Seth Rollins can. Naturally. But, like... It just doesn't land for me because like I can I can feel him trying to find the words that he knows to make it make sense and deliver. And like I'd much rather that. So I'll I'll seek that out. But yes, please. Like I'm I am not bullshitting you. That shit was intense. It was very good. So Seth Rollins has been pulling a Dalton Castle, huh? Oh what? Oh, bro. <laughs> <sighs> Dalton Castle, former Ring of Honor world champion. Um, he was on AEW under un, un- restricted uh their uh company podcast and he was talking about um he was told like a week before that he was going to win the roh world title this is a couple years back so he wins the world title after being just like on random indies and he's like I'm never gonna make it he gets called into roh so he goes and he wins the world title um after he's there for a little bit in his first title defense he breaks his back like mm. lower vertebra and he's like I'm not telling anybody because I finally got my big break. I finally have the world title and he wrestles on a broken back for like seven months until he's like, I was in such excruciating pain every day that I just couldn't do it anymore. So I finally talked to creative and let them know. And they're like, we thought maybe something was bugging you. Like you haven't been moving as well. So he, they find a way to like write it. So it's like a storyline makes sense for the way he lost the belt rather than like, I have to drop the belt. because I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. And like now he has to wrestle in these like big underpants to like hide his back brace, basically. Oh wow! So like, and he he Dalton Castle fucks like he was on a collision the other night, yeah. And like he came out and like he's a very elaborate entrance with like a whole like bodysuit that he goes up with like wings and everything. Like I'll send you a link because it's good stuff. But I I hope. This is more of just like a kayfabe, your back is broken yeah, deal hopefully. than just like a he has been wrestling on a broken back. Because I really don't want to see Seth Rollins, first of all, out for an extended period of time when he finally decides to get it fixed. Yeah, it was interesting because he even said he was like, I don't know how much longer I can keep up at this pace. And I was like, I mean, you're hmm. the fucking one that got this belt and was wrestling every goddamn week, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, man. I, I'm I'm sorry. I got to say it again, bro. Shinsuke's Nakamura fucking promo was amazing I, I know i just said that but i'm just sitting here thinking about it i gotta watch it again after the podcast so can you if you find it can you send that to me and i'll send yes, you dalton castle yes yes sick. nice trade sick all right i'm gonna make a note of that dalton castle, dalton castle. 
thought that was like a porn star's name or something. Sounds like it. It kind of <laughs> looks like it too. His whole thing, he was, they, he at one point was a part of the uh, ROH six man tag champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Dalton Castle and the boys. Mm. And his two tag partners were, they were just called the boys and they're just smaller guys. And one of their moves is he would like Dalton Castle would like hold the ropes open and launch them through the ropes at, uh, at people. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dalton Castle's hilarious. Like anytime he rocks up on AEW, I'm like, yes. Um, speaking of trios titles, Billy Gunn is back. He made his return last night on Dynamite Did to save really? the acclaimed from yes. uh, the House of Black. Um, and to set up a match at All In for the trios titles. But this isn't daddy ass Billy Gunn. He's bringing back his badass Billy Gunn character. Oh, shit. For okay. This because he's not playing around anymore. It's time to get serious. And he wants those fucking straps. So he, he comes out, wipes the floor with the House of Black. They, they go scurrying up the stage. And he gets on the mic and he's like, you took my boots. You threw them away, and it felt like you were throwing away my 30-year career. And he's like, and I'm not going to stand for that. And then, like, last week, Max Castor got punched in the face with a chain, so he was bleeding. And he's like, and you made my son bleed. Mm. Which is, like, just another little knife dig at the ass boys. Yeah. But, good lord. I was like, yes, Billy Gunn. I'm, I'm really glad that I've gotten to have this last run of Billy Gunn. With um with the acclaimed and with the ass boys and going back and forth like daddy ass is something else like absolute star and like the shape that this man is in at like fifty four oh dude he looks incredible bro it's insane mm. so I'm excited for that match I I think the acclaimed and daddy ass might get the straps but I don't know if they're gonna take them off the house of black at this point. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We're fucking. I mean, he's Billy Gunn's 59. Old. I, I was just thinking about this because I was thinking about when I was little and I used to watch uh, Billy and his tag team. It was Billy Gunn and Chuck Palumbo, and Is I was New just, Age Outlaws. Uh, if that's what they were, I don't fucking remember. I just remember them as Billy Gunn and Chuck Palumbo, and they rocked like orange, and they both had blonde hair, and it was obnoxious. Uh, let's see. They were two-time world tag team champions. Blah blah blah. Debut November two thousand one. Oh, and Rico oh, was the manager. Just, I forgot about Rico. Chuck. Holy shit! Rico was ridiculous. The sideburns on that man. <laughs> I don't know if you can see this, but oh, can you see that at all? A little bit, yeah. The sideburns oh on God. that man are incredible. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, New Age Outlaws is when he was with Road Dog. Oh, right. That would make sense. Yeah, Billy and Chuck Palumbo was a crazy... I don't know why I remember them. They were straight mid-card talent, but... That's why you remember them. <laughs> Probably. I'm, I'm a man of mid-card. You love the mid-card. I do. I really This man do. loves mid. It's so good. I love the mid-card. That's where all the fun stories happen. <laughs> uh, and another return's happening tomorrow? Question mark? Uh, or is it next week? Next, next week. I think it's next week. Next week is yeah. Hershey, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the boy... John Cena! Do, 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 do. <laughs> He's back! <laughs> oh, shit. I'm excited. Uh, as as I always am. That's my guy. Um, anytime John Cena comes around, I'm pumped. Uh, he's an old man at this point. His hairline, or I guess receding hair in the in the back there, and, and the balding looks pretty bad. But I'm still here for it, bro. Every time he comes out, bro. Um I'm very excited. I'm just curious to see if he's going to actually... Uh, is, is he going to be on um, a premium live event? Is he scheduled for anything? No, no it's to set up an angle for um, the India house show they're doing. Oh, right. The one, the thing that's not televised. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Either way, excited to see him on TV. Hopefully he has a spat with somebody interesting like, uh, oh, I don't know, LA Knight or... Uh, you know, somebody like that. So I don't want him to have a thing with LA Knight. Oh, I mean, he'll demolish LA Knight. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to put LA Knight in that frying. Don't want to want our boy LA Knight no. <laughs> suffering that fate. No. <laughs> 
So yeah, that that's and fucking. I don't. Exciting, I don't bro. think La Knight could carry a, a match with Old Man Cena too. No, oh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, I, I would love to. I would love to see it, but you know what I'm saying. I don't. I, you're right. <laughs> you're totally right. It's nice. It's nice that the first. Oh, La Knight and John Cena. No, I don't. We're not doing that. <laughs> don't run that shit. <laughs> don't do it. Oh shit! I didn't even realize you already ran through your goddamn. Uh, your one. Uh, is that your stock rising? You already did. Yeah, it, yeah, it was did. a transition. Holy shit, dude! You're a professional podcaster. I'm, I'm trying to be, and then you throw us, you throw it off. Wait, did you do that without <laughs> me knowing? <laughs> I'm just an amateur over here, boy. I'm just trying to get right. I'm trying to be like you, my boy. <laughs> and I did a transition into John Cena for the next because it was you're, another you're return. Incredible! I don't know how you. That shit's that. You're amazing. And you're if basically you a freestyle me, rapper. And if you had let me. <laughs> I believe John Cena will be appearing on the Grayson Waller effect. Oh my god. Which is our next dog rising. Dog. I don't know how you do this. This man is an MVP of podcaster. I'm just a simple six man, maybe. Uh, You're like, whoa again? There's levels to this clearly. Um so yeah, uh let's see. Yeah, we were talking about my boy uh fucking Waller. Grayson mm-hmm. Waller, you got me mm-hmm. shook over here. Like I, I just can't, <laughs> can't handle this. Um, so I put Grayson Waller in here as my stocks rising because I'm a fanboy. One, okay, I'm a big Grayson Waller fanboy. Clearly, uh, and two, I feel like every week I see Grayson Waller on TV, he does something that makes me believe that like he's got it and he's going to be like one of the best heels in the company. Uh. First thing is, like, he lives his gimmick. So, like, he's an asshole, confident, and kind of uh, obnoxious. Kind of like the Skip Bayless of wrestlers. Take your personality and turn it up to 11. That's Grayson Waller. Yep, that's him all the time, whether it's in the ring or on Twitter. So, like, this week I saw him tweet something. He posted a picture with Dom Mysterio. And and he was like, with the best luchador, yeah, (laughs) with the best luchador of all time, like shit like that, bro. I just, I love this guy for that. He had that little beef with the rock on Twitter, talking shit with the rock. And now he's starting beef between Ray and Santos Escobar or trying to, um, I just love how he's a little Weasley rat, man. He's so good at it. It it was so funny how he was doing that. He was like, he was like, and Ray stole your belt opportunity. And mm-hmm. Santa's like, no. And he's like, yes, he did though. <laughs> <laughs> so like, good, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's just oh man. Everything I want in a heel like is him. Like he is the perfect heel for me, and I cannot wait for him to get some sort of run. He's on TV relatively regularly, but like he still hasn't had like a run or a feud. So I'm waiting on that. But when that happens, your boy is going to be on cloud nine. Yeah, it, he's getting there. They're, mm-hmm. they're, he's a part of every single episode of SmackDown. Oh, which is did you a see, deal. did you see uh, Edge like kind of just, um, I don't know how true this is, but I saw it on Twitter that Edge like came up with a list of like uh, superstars that he believes will be like big names like him in the future in like 25 years or 20 years. I did not see this list. All right. Uh, I'll see if I can find it, but, uh, off top of my head, one of the names on that list, Grayson Waller, which doesn't surprise me. Cause he had that recent watch match with, uh, Grayson, um, and basically essentially said he swam. So I think he's a Grayson Waller fan. He said, uh, if it's true, it's street profits too. Hopefully I'm not peddling bullshit here. So, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't see this, but I have not been as online this week as yeah. I normally am. Uh, yeah. Which took me from like terminally online to like kind of online. So terminally online, to uh, kind of online. I, Grayson Waller is one that doesn't really stack up for me in that sense, just because like he's already like thirty three. So I don't know if he has the time to be like a twenty year vet household name kind of kind of guy. Yeah, but that's nice of Edge. If, yeah, he said Dominic too, true. which I could see that definitely if he continues on the same Dom path. Has Dom has the time. Did you see the interview that Dom did before SummerSlam where he said that he's been in the business for like 20 years already? Yes. That he's was like, I'm really already good. a 20-year vet, and I don't think I get the respect for that. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, I made my debut when I was eight. <laughs> I'm like, yep. what are you on about, And Dominic? then he said, in a match with uh, Rey Mysterio and my dad. And my dad. 
<laughs> He's so good. That shit is so funny, man. <laughs> like, he just knows how to get us. Yep. <laughs> so the my last stock rising section, I'm going to kind of talk through the AEW all-in card. All right, Bob. And kind of give a am I excited or not excited <laughs> slash what do I think is going to happen. And Dimitri, if you've caught any of these bits, you can chime in. But if not, just go, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so to open the show on the Zero Hour pre-match on YouTube, um, Aussie Open, the ROH Tag Team Champions, will be facing MJF and Adam Cole. They are opening the show and closing the show, which is kind of crazy. Um, but there's going to be like four hours in between, so they'll be rested up for their singles match. Uh, Aussie Open's going to retain because they're not losing their straps to to these boys um, right away. They just got them. Uh, but that's interesting that you're putting your main event on the buy-in show, too. Probably to try to get more people to buy it. So, yeah, there's that. Dimitri, any thoughts? No thoughts. Just vibes. Just vibes. Okay. Uh, there is a stadium <laughs> stampede match, which is basically a... You're, everyone will be everywhere all at once fighting and doing stuff. This is between, this is going to be between Eddie Kingston, Penta El Cero Miedo, uh, best friends, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Barretta versus the ba- Blackpool, I almost said Blackpool, Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club, uh, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Uter. Um, and it was going to be with three mystery partners. This match was knocked down a peg. Because uh, Ray Fenix is trying to establish residency in the United States, so he's not able to leave the United States right now. And because of that, uh, they had him kayfabe injured on Dynamite last night, took a crowbar to the face. Yeesh, I don't um, and the Blackpool Combat Club found their partners. Uh, Ortiz has been, you know, hanging around, but we had a surprise return. Mike Santana, you know him as Bo Dallas. <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> I'm, there's no fucks to get out of nah bro get the fuck out of here they were a tag team on AEW until last year when uh, his contract ran up and he went back to WWE to be Uncle Howdy um, and it was Santana and Ortiz they were a tag team they were fucking good is that actually Bo Dallas Yes, it is. You're not capping with me right now. I am now. not capping you. Because no, I didn't think that was Bo no Dallas. No cap, hair out. That's Bo I'm, Dallas. I'm going to fucking Google you. Dimitri, right now, I, I saw it today and I went, there's no fucking way that's Bo Dallas. It's not, and bro. I, there's no way. I looked into it already. I'm not <laughs> capping you. God damn it. Hold on. Wait. All right. All right. Okay. Hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> I got you. There's no fucking way, bro. <laughs> There's no way. It's just not true. What the fuck is this guy's name again? Mike Santana. Mike Santana? Mm-hmm. It can't be him, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're the slowest Googler of all time. Bro, it, it's not, I don't see him anywhere, bro. It can't be him. I don't think it's him, bro. I'm calling you out, brother. It's Caperoni. I'm calling it right now. It's Caperoni. That's Caperoni and cheese, man. And what the fuck did I see earlier? <laughs> Probably somebody saying he looks like him. He has Caperoni and cheese, bro. See, this is why you have independent fact checkers on the podcasts. That Damn. is me. I am totally independent and a fact checker. Well, I apologize uh, because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. He does look really I saw, similar. I saw two articles today <laughs> from two different places saying that Mike Santana was Bo Dallas. And I was like, I thought Santana was out with a knee injury. Maybe that was they just wrote him out. Okay. Well, thank you, Dimitri, for clearing that up. Either I'm way. Santana and Ortiz as a tag team fucks like they are they are really good they apparently have some real life beef as well with like with each other so I don't know how that's gonna go Mm. but like they are incredible so they are teaming with the the BCC 
Um, while we're on John Moxley for a moment, did you see the video of him hitting that gas? Yeah, bro, he's a fucking badass. He said, <laughs> "Yeah," and then I had him walking like, "He's such a badass, man." <laughs> um, that's funny. I, I was gonna mention that too. I'm glad you mentioned it. <laughs> and uh, Eddie Kingston also was rocking with Santana and Ortiz, but they are now beefing. So that's there's layers to this to this feud. Uh, Penta El Cerro Miedo, he and Ray Phoenix were mad at uh, Claudio for something. Eddie has beef with Claudio. Uh, Orange Cassidy has been beefing with Wheeler Yuta, who used to be his protege until he left for the Blackpool Combat Club. John Moxley and Claudio keep beating him up. They just had a parking lot brawl um, a couple weeks back. So there's a lot of like that's gotten us here to this stadium stampede. Was some good sound effects if I've ever heard any. That was amazing. No idea who's going to win, but it'll be a blast. Uh, I'm going to get that in my stock falling. Also, the Golden Elite, Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page will be facing Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson, and Jay White, and Kanosuke Takeshka in a trios match just for let's get Kenny on the card. Apparently, the original plan for this was going to be Kenny and Brian Danielson, which would have been like, but mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Uh, Golden Elite are going to win, I think. Coffin match, we already talked about. Uh, AEW Trios Championship, we already talked about. AEW World Tag Team Championship. FTR, the holders against the Young Bucks. This is their third go-around. Uh, it, it's for the legacy of best tag team of all time, I guess, kind of deal. Neither of them are. It it's the Usos. So, <laughs> Shout out to the bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> they keep talking about this like are are the young bucks the best brother tag team of no it's the usos like what are you on about like brother tag team it's not the young bucks i saw some AEW wrestler this is really random but kind of similar to the usos uh i don't remember who it was it was somebody in like a youtube video they held up a one and one of their friends is like what's that for and he's like it's for the bloodline <laughs> I wish I knew who it was because that shit was hilarious. But that's yeah. really funny. <laughs> who who do you have as the best tag team of all time, Dimitri? <sighs> damn, you hit me with that shit like right there. <laughs> like, god damn, that's a crazy question. It's not the Young Bucks. Uh, the I really like the I really like the Hardy Boys. Uh, I would also put the Dudley Boys probably above them. Uh, I don't know, bro. I'd probably say the Hardy Boys. Such a good tag team. Legendary. Team Extreme was crazy, bro. And they've been yeah. so good for so long. They've won tag belts literally like everywhere. Edge and Christian? Edge and Christian was really good too. That whole like era of Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys was just elite tag team wrestling. And all of them are legends at this point. So like that was like best of the best. I, I think the Usos just have like incredible chemistry. The Usos I- of now are like definitely one that's of my what favorite i mean tag like, teams. like right bloodline, now bloodline bloodline yeah. era usos are like up there for yeah sure. for sure i definitely don't think it's ftr and i'm hot on ftr like i like them a lot so like i'm not gonna slander them here but they keep talking about best tag team of all time. like they had like their belt collector kind of era and gimmick a little bit like a year ago which was really good i really enjoyed that when they had like three sets of straps they had the triple a ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling straps all at the same time. They did not pay that off well. They should have given them the AEW ones to pay off the Vault Collector gimmick, but like they're really good, but I wouldn't say they're like the best. I love I love gimmicks like that. I just want to mention the like Belt Collector gimmicks like that. And like uh back before the Hardys came back uh the most recent time, they essentially were just like wrestling and promotion promotion. So they were in TNA, they had the belts there. Then mm-hmm. they kind of like jump from like ROH to like whatever promotion you can name and just went through like winning every single tag belt that they could. And then they had their surprise entry at uh, WrestleMania and that shit was just like bonkers. So that was awesome. Yeah. I, like I, I really like the belt collector thing. Cause just like, and that's one of the cool things about AEW is it gives the people the flexibility to work with those other promotions yes. and, yeah. and do that. Uh, which like WWE, like if Kenny Omega goes to WWE at some point, which he won't, but like, let's say he does, 
they won't even acknowledge the fact that he was a world like a world champion, like a world champion, tag team champion, and trios champion there. Which I think is a mistake. Because it's yeah. like, yes, we know who Kenny Omega is, but if you're a WWE fanboy who only watches that, like That's true. I think uh, since Vince is gone, uh I think Michael Cole's gotten a little bit better of at least mentioning things. They only talk about Japan. They only talk about New Japan. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they pretty much only talk about Japan. They right. will not acknowledge ROH or AEW because they're owned by Tony Khan. Mm, yeah, fair enough. And it is like that's another thing that's just like cool on AEW is like if like Eddie Kingston went over to Japan for the G1 mm. and they showed some footage of the G1 on AEW television. Like that's cool. That is cool. They show like old ROH clips. Like they showed old CM Punk and Samoa Joe stuff. Like it's just like you get you get a bigger picture of the wrestling. Like there's more wrestling outside of AEW. There's more wrestling outside of WWE. Like yeah, shit's cool. always going on. It's and nice the to fans see that. know yeah. it exactly. And if you're a newer fan, it's good to be like let seen, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not because it's it doesn't have to be a secret. Like, and it's not going to hurt your business. How's it going to hurt your business? Yeah, what like WWE? You think if you showed something from Ring of Honor, you're going to lose a viewer to fucking Honor Club? No, bro. <laughs> Calm Come down. On. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of CM. Oh, uh, AEW Tag Team Championship, FTR is going to retain. CM Punk is in the real world championship match against Samoa Joe. Uh, CM Punk's not losing. Not going to happen. That's his big X belt. He's not losing. Big X belt, baby. And All Out is the following week in Chicago, so he's got to have a belt to rock into Chicago with. Oh, you're damn right. That's a great point. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of DQ in this one at Wembley, and then they run it back in Chicago a week later. And for the AEW World Championship, Maxwell, Jacob, Friedman, MJF, the holder, faces his best friend, best friend and bro Chacho, Adam Cole. This is where the friendship ends. This is the, where the line gets drawn. I think MJF is going to retain, but I could see him losing. Um, I just hope that no matter what happens, Adam Cole does not link up with the kingdom because I do not need to be seeing fucking Matt Taven on television. I don't, I don't know who the fuck Matt Taven is, but I don't like the name. Exactly. (laughs) Terrible, 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 terrible. Uh, my last two things for all in are going to be stocks falling and it starts with Tony Khan book more than one women's match challenge. This is the biggest show in wrestling history, and there is one women's match on the card. And it is a four-way match for the Women's World Championship. That's fucking bullshit, bro. You have four to five to six hours at Wembley, and you bit booked one women's match? Absurdity. Fuck off with that shit, man. For real, actually. Hikaru Shida is the, is the title holder. She is facing Tony Storm, who she won the belt off of. Versus Soraya, the local Brit. Versus Dr. Britt Baker, D-M-D. So we're going to have some kind of breakdown into the faces and heels in this. Maybe Tony Storm and Soraya get into it a little bit. That would be interesting. Um, Britt Baker is a kind of a little wild card in this. Um, she has reportedly been wrestling kind of banged up. Um, which some people are like, yeah, look at her fighting through it. She's looked pretty rough in the ring. So it kind of shows that she's been banged up mm-hmm. a little bit. Just get healthy, get healed. You don't need to be on TV every week. The storylines yeah. are moving on without you anyway. We don't need it. It's okay. But yeah, there needs there should be more than one women's match on this. Yeah, I agree. It's a problem with uh, all of wrestling. WWE does good with it sometimes, but it just feels like they drop the ball so often with such a talented roster. There's just so many names out there. I'd love to see mm-hmm. more often, but it's like, what are we doing? It's 2023. Come on, y'all. <laughs> And there's an appetite for it too. Right. Like, there is an and there's enough good women's wrestling that we can do more. Yep. <sighs> Last thing on the card. Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. This is a stock falling because Chris Jericho's band will be playing the Judas entrance at Wembley. Yeah. Stop playing live music at wrestling shows. Stop it. No one wants it. No one wants it at all. Nobody asked for it. It awful. sucks. It always <laughs> <Every> sucks. <time. laughs> it's always like, awkward. 
It's so awkward. Like yeah. one of the last pay-per-views, they just had like they had a live band playing fucking John Moxley's like wild thing over and over and over until the Young Bucks super kicked their heads off and the guy was in like fucking blackface. Like Oh, was, I remember seeing that on Twitter. It was so yeah. bad. <laughs> and I was like, why is the music still playing? Stop. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh, that Hardy fella that played that terrible song at that one WWE pay-per-view oh, not so long ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, bro. They were pushing him hard. <laughs> and, like, everybody in the arena is like, boo! Mm, that was rough. And then we had, like, the time it took to take the ropes off the ring and put the ropes back on the ring during that, too. Like, just Yikes. stop it. No one wants it. No one is asking for it. Um. This match is going to blow because, like, I don't know if Will Ospreay can carry old man Jericho. Will Ospreay is also the most British person I think I have ever heard speak. I've and, never like, heard him speak. I am an avid soccer watcher. Will Ospreay is, like, full-on, like, peaky blinders, like, you know what I'm here for, bro? I'm here to kick your <laughs> fucking head off, bro. I've got my woman at home, and I've got my son. I'm trying to put through fucking school, bro. I'm working at an indie show two days before fucking All In, bro. You're really good at that. You're so good at impressions, dude. It's, like, he was talking <laughs> on Dynamite last night, and I was like, Yeah, damn. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it was rough, but yeah, he's extraordinarily British. Very much like lad, lad, lad. Um, that, that, that gets a stock falling because I don't think that match is going to be very good. It's going to be a blow off between one of the title matches, probably towards the top of the card. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all in. You're talking, you're sitting there talking about live music and, and I, I really got to thinking here if there was ever an, a, a, like a time when there was live music being played where I actually enjoyed it. And I got to say, there was one man who put on a show that was lit uh, once, and it was actually a good live show. Do you know who this guy is? No. Fucking John Cena, okay? Another John (laughs) Cena plug. Bro came out in, like, the mid-2000s. This is when he dropped the album. I had the album, by the way. I made my mom go buy it for me. I still have the album. This is when he dropped the album. He came out and did a live show rapping on Raw. And I can't lie to you, bro. It's the best live performance they've ever had. That shit was incredible. Incredible. Look it up if you haven't seen it. This man. Uh, I'm going to have to because I definitely (laughs) haven't seen that. Yo, this man was crazy. All right. I just just had to get that out there. Yo, that that John Cena performance was one for the ages. (laughs) (laughs) To to wrap up our stocks falling section, there's a McDonald's sandwich on this. Wait, what? Oh, my God. (laughs) Every fucking time, bro. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, sorry, Mr. Podcast God. My bad. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, if you watched, uh, what was this on Raw? That was on Raw. Yeah. 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 If you watched Raw, uh, there was a little moment, a little segment where we had Drew and, uh, freaking Riddle together and they were talking to, who were they? Oh, yeah. The New Day. We're talking to the New Day. And it's new, a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> the new I'm day so was in there talking, back. and they came up with a, Mick, a nickname for them. The nickname is Mick Riddle, which is very smart and really funny. But it's still getting a stocks falling for me because I don't want to see my boy McIntyre in this stupid ass tag team. I call and this Mick Riddle. So I do hard. not want to see him in Mick Riddle, bro. McIntyre is a fucking badass and he's in a tag team right now called mick riddle drew mcintyre held it the fuck down during covid okay was a very believable very legit champion this dude was a badass to me he was like the scottish triple h really gave me those vibes true hard ass and here we are he's in a tag team called mick riddle i cannot believe this shit i hope that eventually it turns into maybe Drew being a fucking heel and turning on Riddle. That's the only way I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forgive them for this, for doing my man Drew like this. This is awful. Which was, which was the worst name, though? McRiddle or Gloss Bros? 
What the fuck was Gloss Bros? Because he's from Glasgow. I do not like that one's worse, bro. Because at least McRiddle's funny. Gloss Bros just sounds bad. Yep. But yeah, McRiddle, at least it's funny. You know, it's pretty good. Fuck the team, though. Sounds like we need to get better creative on these names. And what else could creative handle better? Well, I'll tell you what they could handle better. They could handle this goddamn uh, Trish and Becky. See, I did it well there. That was really good. I got it. I, re- I, I really shoehorned that one in, though. <laughs> they, uh, creative is not handling this Trish and Becky uh, thing well. It, no. It's like, it, it's like one of those things that like on paper makes a lot of sense, right? Legend back in the day, and you know, you got the legend of today essentially. Becky Lynch is like on top of the world. She's like one of the biggest women wrestlers that there is in wrestling. Um, and so you've got these two. Trish is really good at being a heel. She can definitely play a heel. She can definitely talk, be an asshole, do whatever she gotta do, play to the crowd. Trish is great at what she does. Becky's great at what she does. But for some reason, this is like drug on. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it feels like stale to me. And mm-hmm. we we didn't, we obviously didn't get any match at, at the last uh, premium live event, which everybody thought they should have. Then, you know, Becky made the, the comments uh, just on the line that she was not too happy about it. Then Triple H said the thing about uh, lemons and lemonade. And now she's coming out here with lemonade gear. I digress. The lemonade gear is Terrible. a weird choice. <laughs> Anyway, shirt is awful. It's bad. Um, anyways, I don't blame Trish or, or Becky for doing their job. They're doing what they do great. Uh, it just feels like creatively they've been failed. They've been put in a situation where this is like drug on longer than it has to. We really haven't had any sort of meaningful like development in the story other than like them just like going back and forth over like dumb shit. Like it really hasn't been any sort of like story other than like, I'm the bad guy. I'm the good guy. Like that's, that's really, that's really all it's been. And it's uh, not great. Um, I'm excited for the match. Cause it'll be cool to see Trish in a steel cage match. Sure. Cool. Glad you weren't robbed. Great. Great news. I, I was not robbed. Um, but it's, it's funny that the dog barked because I think this was the high point of this Becky and Trish feud. Oh, yeah, the, the whole woof woof thing. Welcome to the big time, bitch! Woof woof! Yeah, that was good shit. That should have been the blow off of this. Yeah. That was like four months ago, maybe? That August? Was, no, that not that far. Real, Three months. It was in May. Like, it was in May, wasn't it? That feels like a really long time ago, but... Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm eating a caperoni and cheese now. Let's see. That's gonna be a new phrase for me. I really like that caperoni and cheese. cheese. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was May twenty second. Damn. I'm eating the caperoni and cheese. That's crazy. and that is from YouTube WWN Fox. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. It's drug for sure. Jesus Christ. So that's yeah, that's from May. Hmm. That's too long. That is way too long. That's way too long for ain't shit happened to like in the storyline at all. It, yeah, like ah <laughs> oh, god, like and I guess we're we're finally going to blow this off with a steel cage match at Payback. That's the the plan. I'm so disappointed, bro. Trish didn't Come on, man. Y- y'all doing Trish so wrong. Creative. What the hell? Yeah, I I mean like I just like I, I can definitely associate Becky Lynch with a steel cage match. Like I can see that. That that yeah. makes sense to me. Like that that tracks. Trish Stratus in a steel cage does not really track for me. It doesn't track. I mean, I'm not mad about it being a steel cage match. I'm just in general, just like they let them down just in the sense yeah. of having this go for just this long and then you know we got the steel cage match but it's like bleh at this point like mm-hmm. i just want it to be over <laughs> i'm not looking forward to it i yeah. mean it's it's just like and, and like what what's probably going to happen is because it's in a steel cage uh zoe stark is gonna do some kind of interfering of some kind like the steel cage is meant to keep her out but she what can you, climb is, over it yeah what do you think becky gonna be like climbing out she's about to be like she's gonna open the door she's gonna be going through the door and then bow zoe stark just slaps her in the face of the door Something like that, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
I, I don't know how that's going to go. We'll, we'll get into that more in our payback preview, but sick payback preview. I'm available for voice work. Shit, bro. You're, you're about <laughs> to leave me in the dust and transition work. <laughs> yeah. You're incredible, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, it's just like, Oh, we're dragging this on further. Okay. Like it, it almost feels like they've been trying to drag it all the way around to WrestleMania, which yeah. is like, why? Yeah, for real. Jesus. And like, did Lita die or something? Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. the way they've dragged this out, I, I kind of thought that Lita was going to come back to back up Becky because, I mean, they were tag team champions. Yeah. They were. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really thought they were going to back up, have Lita come back up Becky and even the odds against Zoe Stark, but it's just been Becky like, I'm going to fight everybody. <laughs> so, whatever. Whatever. Uh, anything else on this week of wrestling? Uh, shit, bro. I'm just going to have to earn my CDL, bro. I clearly don't have the transition skills you got. So. <laughs> it's okay. We've o- we've only been doing this since March. <laughs> yeah, I do. I was, I was really rocking with him today, though. I was really... Yeah, like, you're on fire, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, it, it's better. It, it, it's somewhat like the one, um, Formula One podcast I listened to. The one guy, he'll be like, and in regards to news with something <laughs> they'll do like you'll really like lay it on thick but <laughs> anyway oh thank you for listening everybody you can follow us on twitter and tiktok and youtube at let me pod to you have we posted any tiktoks lately no but i'm getting on it let's okay, get it cool yeah uh you can follow us on twitter and tiktok and youtube at let me pod to you you can follow dimitri at dimitri tucks you can find me if you want at we hate jacob that's hate with an eight Please give us a review on your chosen podcast platform. I never remember to look, but I always ask. And if you do it, I love it. Uh, We are on every major podcasted network. Have a great week, everybody.